listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Unto the Lord, for he is As a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, all of your gifts are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com. God bless you. Hey family, and welcome to another hour of Declaring the Finished Work. This is your host, Pat Randall, on this wonderful Thursday afternoon or whenever you are listening. Um, Last week, I hope you were with me. Well, not last week. I have to get used to this new schedule. Uh, Last month, because now my new schedule for those who are not keeping up is first and second Thursdays. I no longer um, have a broadcast weekly, so it's just twice a week now. Well, last month, the last recording I did for the broadcast, it was entitled, God is Not Disappointed in You. So this is part two of God is Not Disappointed in You, and if you did not hear the first part, please go back to it. Uh, let's just start off with a just a quick acknowledgement that it is the presence of the Lord that changes everything about our lives. It's about our experience with him. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your glorious son and your glorious Holy Spirit, the triune God that's always in operation. Thank you for filling us with your spirit and allowing us to experience your son who has taught us 
your heart, how you feel about us and how you see us. And we're so grateful. And today we want to attune ourselves to hear specifically what you have for us uniquely. So I thank you, Holy Spirit, for the work that you do in our lives. You are our teacher. You are the one that reveals truth because you are a the spirit of truth. Amen. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So I gave the definition of disappointment or disappointed. And uh, Webster says, disappointed means sad or displeased because someone or something has failed to fulfill one's hopes or expectations. Okay. And we now know that God doesn't need to have expectations or hopes because he's all wise and all knowing. We now know that he is not disappointed in us. We know that he is intimately acquainted with us and he knows you. He knows you, what you're going to, what you're thinking, what you're going to say before the words are even formed on your mouth. There are scriptures about the intimacy of his acquaintance with us and the fact that Jesus called us friends. He didn't call us servants. He called us friends, friends. Amen. So now that we know that God is not disappointed in us, and I'm praying that you have arrived at this in your heart, that you have settled in your heart, that God is not disappointed in you, and that he has a love for you that will never never fail because it's not based on your behavior. It comes from his heart towards you. It's an unconditional love. And the fact that you are capable of loving is because he first loved you. So love comes from God. It comes from him. And that's why we are able to express it. Glory to God. And that is all in the scriptures. It's all in the scriptures. But also... Even though it's in the scriptures and you can read about it, it is nothing like being able to experience the realness of this written word in your life. Experiences are very, very important. They're the things that will override all of the other stuff that that you think about yourself all the misconceptions, the disillusionments. You know, when you have a a real authentic experience with God, there's nothing like it. Too often in especially in the the the, the Christian church environment, we tend to rely on someone else to tell us about ourselves, but they can only confirm what we've already heard from God. 
We can mentally and intellectually say, oh yeah, I know that God loves me. And, but it has to be written on your heart for you to be able to live in the experience of knowing that God loves you. Because when you are so certain about his love for you, that it begins to break down those areas where you worry and you're fearful and you're anxious. It puts you in a place where you're really trusting in him. Even if things don't always look the way you expect them to look, but you can trust God to the point that you know that he is with you every step of the way, even in your disappointments, even in your, your fears, that he, he is there with you in those places. And you can trust that his presence in your life will give you the ability to be able to walk through the fires of life. Not that you won't ever cry or feel pain or feel hurt or disappointment. Not that you will never experience prayers that will not come to pass. Or prophetic words that won't come to pass. We may not have all the answers to everything that unfolds in in this world, in this realm, that impacts our lives. But if we are rooted and, and grounded in God's heart, how he sees us and how he feels about us, I mean intimately, how he uniquely sees and feels about you individually, You can find that place of rest. So what I would like you to do from this point forward, moving in the truth that God is not disappointed in in you, is to begin to ask him specifically what it is that he sees about you. Specifically, what is he speaking for you in these times, in these seasons, in this particular climate, culture climate? And this can only be found by communicating with him and asking for the answers. And by his Holy Spirit, it will be revealed. It will be revealed. And I have had many, well, because I've been here now for um, a little over seven decades. So I've had some experiences with God because I've been on the journey for quite some time. And it has changed its form as I grew in my relationship with him and 
able to see things that were not visible to me before, things that I, I did not comprehend, things that I did not understand and have knowledge for, did not have the wisdom for it. But what I've seen that as I stick with it, stick with my relationship, trusting him no matter what, even trusting him even when I doubt him, I stay, I stay, and I believe in the relationship. I refuse to give up in this relationship that I have with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So I'm just going to briefly share um, one of those times when I had to question God about a major, a major transition in my life. And interesting enough, um, it was about um, moving back to the East Coast because I was at the time I was living on the West Coast and a family member of mine spoke to me, gave me a prophetic word about what I needed to do in this particular season. And it was all about moving back, that it was time to move back to the East Coast and to be near the family. Now, that may not have been all of the reasons for moving back, which began to unfold. It was a awful lot that unfolded in my life as a result of moving back to the East Coast. But when I first heard it, I resisted I because it never occurred to me that I was going to move back, first of all. And I actually didn't want to. And so I asked God, is this something that you are leading me to do to make this transition in my life at this particular time, because it's a major transition. And if you are leading and directing me, then I need you to speak it, show it to me plainly that this is what should be done. This is the decision that I need to make. And after I had this conversation with, with him, I just went on, continued with my everyday routine that I had while living on the West Coast, going to my, my job, um, involved in, in, in my church and in, in the activities and singing on the praise and worship team, et cetera, et cetera. And... God began to speak. There were certain situations that occurred that he spoke to me. There was, there was an internal dialogue that happened. So just a, I mean, there was no doubt. I felt no doubt that, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be relocating back to the East Coast in that particular season. And being able to communicate with God and to hear, hear it so clearly 
and to step out on it and make a major decision for my life, not only my life and my daughter's life, because I was a widow at that particular time. And um, I cannot begin, it, it would be, I could probably write several chapters on all of the things that have occurred in my life that have moved me to a place now that I'm in a place of, of rest. Everything is not exactly the way I want it to be or how I expected it to be. But my relationship with him is so good and I have grown so much. My, my, my things that I, I was previously blind to, my eyes have been opened to see and the relationships that I have developed as a result of this and being able to see life in a very limitless kind of way. And it continues to expand. And I'm just very grateful for my life. And I thank God. So this is what I want you to do. All the questions that you might have about how God sees you. Not how God sees us as his children, as 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 a collective, but you uniquely and individually. How he sees you. How he's created you to be. I mean, who 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 better knows you than someone who knew you as you were being formed in your mother's womb, that he he breathed life into you. His very spirit lives on the inside of you. Who better to tell you who you are? Who you are? What you should be doing in, in this particular time? And just when you ask all your questions, just let it go. And continue in your everyday life, doing your little routines, whatever that is, going going to work, whatever it is. But you're trusting God. And let me tell you, be expectant. Okay? It's like expecting a child to be born. Expect to hear from God. And be honest with God. You know, when you're disappointed, when you feel that you prayed and, and requested something and it didn't come to pass or some prophecy that you thought that you were given and it, it didn't kind of work out the way you thought it was going to work out, express all of that to God. Have that open dialogue. He knows your heart and he loves you. And even if he doesn't give you an exact answer about certain situations, I think he'll be very specific about who you are. 
But certain situations that you've prayed about and you felt it should happen this way and things that you wanted or or dreams and that you had that have not come to pass. Just trust God because sometimes some of the things that we think should be a part of our lives may not necessarily be the best thing for our lives. And it's difficult for us to to identify what is best. I mean, it's easier for us to look at something, oh, this sounds good, this sounds good. But God wants to give you what is best for your life. And too often our our dreams are being shaped by the culture that we live in, the society, and how society defines success or how society defines happiness, you know, all those things. But God has something greater for you. I'm going to just say this prayer in agreement with you. I'm standing in agreement with those who are listening to the message today. Thanking you, Father, that they will hear what they need to hear. That you will make it clear to them who they are, who you've created them to be. I thank you that they will have patience as they go through the process of discovery as their eyes are opened. I thank you, Lord God, that they embrace the things that comes toward them and allow you to speak to them, that they're not, their first reaction isn't one of resistance, but of being open and allowing you to identify what it is that has entered into their space. Is it for them? Or is it coming against them? I have confidence in your voice, your heart, your spirit, and how you care for us. And I pray this in the name that is above every name. Amen. So God bless you, love you, and be blessed.